Hello, my name's Steve Thomas and this is Cacophony. We're on a little tour of gardens, gardens inspired by the East. If the highly perfumed sensual music of Debussy and Takamitsu hasn't been quite enough, now we're going to listen to something even more dreamy and sensual. We're going to hear a movement from Olivier Messiaen's huge, all-encompassing Turangalila Symphony. He was asked to write it by the Boston Symphony Orchestra, but they didn't specify anything about how long, how big an orchestra, or what kind of style they wanted. So Messiaen took them at their lack of word and presented an 80-minute, 10-movement piece for huge orchestra, including 11 percussionists, five percussionists generally considered to be bordering on the excessive, there's a prominent part for Celeste, a bell-like instrument played with a piano keyboard, solo piano, and solo on Martino. That's an early electronic musical instrument. It too is played with a keyboard, and by moving a ring along a wire, like one of those electronic kids' games, the thing that goes buzz. It's fair to say it doesn't get out much, but it's unmissable here. Weird and ethereal, straight out of early Doctor Who. The vast array of percussion instruments, and I'd include the solo piano and the celeste as percussion here, are often used to recreate a Western orchestral version of Gamelan. Messiaen heard live Gamelan at a Paris exhibition in 1931, some 42 years after Debussy. And of course, he would have heard Debussy's Eastern-inspired music, and known it well. But in terms of subject matter, Tarangalila owes less to Gamelan and more to India specifically Hindu rhythms, cycles and influences. And what of that subject matter? The name is derived from two Sanskrit words, which boil down to love song and hymn of joy, time, movement, rhythm, life and death. Messian described the piece as superhuman, overflowing, dazzling and abandoned. Critics described the piece as excessive and over the top. Messiaen was deeply religious. He was the organist at the Church of the Holy Trinity in Paris for over 60 years. But for a Catholic, he seems to have avoided the stereotypical sexual repression that we all hear so much about. And for him, physical lovemaking was very closely connected to love for the divine and was something to be celebrated. And he does that pretty vividly in the fifth movement of the Rangalila. On another occasion, Messiaen gave another, more concise explanation as to Turangalila's meaning, describing it simply as a love song. And that's really what it is all about. His love of God, of Yvonne Lorio, his muse and ultimately second wife, who played the piano at the premiere of this piece. His love of nature, especially birds. His love of humanity. It's about love itself eternal and all-encompassing. We're going to hear the sixth section of the Tarangalila Symphony, the Jardin du Sommet de Mort. According to Messiaen, the two lovers are enclosed in love's sleep. A landscape comes out from them. It's a garden filled with shadow and light, of new plants and flowers, of bright and melodious birds. Time flows forgotten. The lovers are outside time. Let us not waken them. This is strange, dreamy, 
otherworldly music, filled with the quiet post-coital ecstasy, and the chirping of Messian's beloved birds.
That's the Jardin du Sommeil de Moor, or the Garden of Love Sleep, from Messian's epic Turangalila Symphony. Strange but beautiful music, I think. I'd love to know what you think of it, so please let me know, either via the Facebook page or the comments online at cacophonyonline.com. In the next episode, we can get transcendental with Ruel. Thanks for listening.